Esther, the fourth chapter, verse 16. And I'm reading the NIV. Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day, and I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Bible before breakfast, Mildred Kings Congo here. Good morning. We're still talking about what is it costing you. And like I said, this week, we're looking into the lives of some amazing women who were ready to lay down their lives and do whatever it took to fulfill destiny. Today, we're looking at one woman that I really, really like. I really admire her because she was someone who came from a background that didn't really seem like she would be strong enough to do some of the things she ended up doing. But it shows us that anything is possible if you are submitted to the right kind of mentoring and if you're submitted to God. So some background story about Esther, and I'm sure that a lot of us know Esther. But well, this story starts really from the story of Vashti. So Vashti was queen and the summary of the story really is that she was disrespectful to her husband, the king, and the king asked, what should be done when this kind of thing happens? And of course, all the advisors said to him that she must be replaced lest the other women begin to think that they can do the same thing. I mean, if the queen can get away with disrespecting the king, then what hope do we have if we speak to our wives at home? And so the king decided that she would be replaced, of course, because of all the advice he was given. And wait a minute, before you even judge Vashti, think about it. Aren't we all a little like Vashti? We're carried away by our own parties and celebrations, carried away by our circles and we often forget that we can only do these things because the king has given us the opportunity to do it we are actually here for him he created us to worship him to serve him to love on him and when the king sends for you the king must be honored she refused the request of the king at whose pleasure she became queen and that sometimes is who we are we refuse whatever jesus asks us to do forgetting that he's the one who has given us the authority that we have today. So anyhow, back to the story. Vashti was put into exile. She wasn't killed. She was sent into exile. And the king never saw her again. But after some time, the king started to feel bad about what had happened. And the king thought to himself, Oh, why did I do this? Why did I send her away? I'm sure he must have remembered the good old days, how they were, what they were like. He must have thought about everything they've been through as husband and wife and how they were really together. And of course, I'm sure the king must have loved her if he had made her queen. So he kind of regretted it. However, it was too late. And so what they decided to do was to start a beauty pageant and get all the young virgins in the kingdom and the king would choose the one that pleased him. And so, they did exactly that. There's this young girl called Esther, whose parents had died and she was on exile. She was um, on exile, she was a slave. 
and she was raised by her uncle Mordecai. And the Bible calls him Mordecai the Jew. So it was never in contest that she was a Jew. She was clearly a Jew, but there was something her uncle said to her. He said that she must not reveal her identity, not because he was afraid of her being known as a Jew and not being chosen. But I think that he wanted her to live in the moment, have no limitations, to be on the same equal standing as everyone else. So anyhow, she got into this competition, got into the palace, and she listened to the eunuchs who gave her advice. And I'm just giving you a summary of this, but I really encourage you to read the story. It is so amazing. It's really profound. I read this story over and over and over again as often as I can because it is such a picture of who we are in Christ Jesus, how we've been given a second chance, even though Adam fell. And I mean, I'm not even going to go all into all of that because I, there's so many dimensions to this story of Esther. And it's interesting that that is the one book in the Bible where, the, where God isn't mentioned even once. But we feel such a so strong sense of God. It's amazing. Such a strong and unique sense of God running clear through the story that even though we can't see god i think the stronger message here is that even if you can't see him he's still working behind the scenes and so we must learn to trust god even when we can't see him or his name isn't visibly mentioned around us and so for esther Esther was chosen queen because she took advice and I'm not even going to go into that, all of that. Anyhow, Esther becomes queen. The king meets her, loves her and decides to marry her. And Esther becomes queen. But the interesting thing is that her uncle, Mordecai, never really made it clear that it was his niece. He just went about his own business, his own everyday life like a normal person. But... There was someone who absolutely hated him and his name was Haman. Now Haman hated Mordecai and by extension hated all the Jews and it was simply because of his ego. He had been promoted and everyone would bow down to greet him but Mordecai would do no such thing and when the people brought it up with Mordecai his answer was I am simply a Jew and I must bow to no other and so they took the news back to Haman and Haman was upset and Haman went to the king and lied and said there's a certain people scattered and dispersed among the people in your provinces of your kingdom and their laws are different from all the other peoples and they do not keep the king's laws so therefore let it be written that we would destroy them and he says and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into your hands and to the hands of those who do the work and they will bring it into the king's treasury. So, of course, the king didn't think much of it. If there are people disturbing my kingdom, then, of course, let's get rid of them. And I'm even going to make money out of it. Wow. So, the king gave his signet ring to Haman and told him to do as he had said. And so, the king's scribes were called on and they wrote a decree and sent it to all the kingdoms. And when Mordecai heard this, his heart was broken. He tore his garments and then he went to look for esther and sent a message to esther of course when esther saw her un uncle in sackcloth and he tore his clothes and with ashes on his head she immediately sent clothes to him 
because she was wondering why is he in such distress what's going on you know but he refused to take the clothes from her and he told her exactly what was happening and she sent a message back saying the king has not sent for me and i cannot go to him anyone who goes to the king without the king sending for will die he has not sent for me in in a month i've not gone i've not seen him and so mordecai said to her don't think in your heart that because you are in the palace that you will escape or you will be any better than the other jews and remember till this point she had never mentioned she was a jew so no one knew where she was from and so he said to her if you decide to remain silent at this time mark my words relief and deliverance will arise for the jews from another place but you and your father's house will perish yet who knows maybe you were born into the kingdom for such a time as this and it was at this point that Esther sent another reply to Mordecai and said, Gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and let them fast for me. And she says, Let them not drink or eat for three days, whether morning or night. She says, My maid and I will fast also. Then she says, I will go to the king. However, remember there was a death sentence hanging over her. If you go to the king without being sent for, you will be killed. And so she said, If I perish, I perish. At this point, it was a case of, I will do whatever it takes to fulfill my destiny. Her uncle had put a thought in her heart. Maybe you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Maybe you were born in this generation for such a time as this. Maybe you are in that church for such a time as this. Maybe you are at that office for such a time as this. Maybe you are in that school for such a time as this. Maybe just maybe you were born into this family for such a time as this and it looks like the thing we're asking you to do may cost you your life but you know one of the things i've learned about god and i've worked with him for 30 years one of the things i've known about my god is that for those who say if i perish i perish god never lets them perish so esther fasted and all the Jews fasted as well. And she went to the king. Not caring about her life. She walked into that palace. Not knowing if it would be the last day on earth. Not even knowing whether she would have victory. She walked in there. Expecting the worst. While believing for the best. Esther walked in with the thoughts. If I perish, I perish. And as they say in Nigerian palace, all die, na die. So she knew that I might as well make a move now. And so she went to the king and God, who is always working behind the scenes, made the king extend his scepter to her and she touched it and the king said to her, ask me whatever you will, even up to half of my kingdom. The end of the story is amazing because not only did she get victory, she was able to get the lives of her enemies and all those who planned against them and all their possessions handed over to the Jews. And on top of that, a celebration for all eternity marks the day of their victory. Now listen to me. Sometimes God asks us to do hard things. And even though we cannot see him, 
be assured of this that if your attitude is if i perish i perish my god and your god who is the true and living god will never let you perish so move in faith knowing that even though you can't see him god is always working behind the scenes and it will end in praise good morning what a wonderful way to start your day bible before breakfast with mildred kingsley Gonko.